Hi, and welcome to Yes Please, your go-to podcast for all things sexuality, pleasure, and orgasms. I've named this podcast Yes Please because that's how I want you to feel about all things sex, pleasure, and orgasms. Yes, please, and more. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here and that you want to learn more about how to experience more shameless pleasure, deeper satisfaction, and ecstatic orgasms in your life and sexuality. And I hope to inspire you to feel that you can embrace and celebrate your sexuality all throughout your life journey. This podcast isn't just about sex and sex education, however, it's about so much more. Personal growth, living a radiant and confident and authentic life, radical joy and expression, and general fucking goodness. I'm your host, Erica Alsborn, and I'm a sexuality teacher and expert, sex and birth coach, but you can think of me more as your BFF, who you love to talk to about sex and all the intimate things you don't feel comfortable talking about with anyone else. I celebrate the vast and diverse human, erotic, and sexual experience, and I embody a deep shamelessness when it comes to sex in all its different expressions. However, having said that, I am a straight, able-bodied, cisgendered woman, and in my work I specialize in female sexuality, and I work with women with pussies, and while I have a broad and liberal approach to sex, and a very extensive training, my knowledge is limited by my own lived experience as well as the focus in my professional work. But I hope you'll learn lots here with me, expand your idea of what sex is and can be and mean for you, and even though I'm an expert on this topic, I'm not an authority. Everything I share is always a suggestion, not a must, so take what resonates and leave the rest behind. I'm always open to receiving your constructive feedback, so don't hesitate to reach out if you have any. Okay, hi and welcome again. I'm delighted that you're here, and now let's dive into today's topic. Yay! Welcome back! I am so thrilled to share this episode with you. Um, So, so, so thrilled. This is a really important topic. Um, I'll probably say this (laughs) in every episode opening. This is an important topic and I see this in my own life and in all of my clients and course participants' lives. So yeah, you're going to be hearing that. But today is an important topic, and um, I know that the people that follow me, probably you listening, are women in their 30s to 50s, like that's the main group of um, people that come to me and that I work with. And this is a really important topic for women, regardless of age, because inevitably we're all going to age, and so whenever you hear this at whatever age, it's the perfect timing. It's not too late and you probably really need to hear this. You can age and sexually thrive. Fuck ageism. Let me say that again. You can age and sexually thrive. Fuck ageism. It is so detrimental in general, but specifically when it comes to sexuality. I'm recording this episode on a Tuesday. Uh, last night, I had a um, I ran a free event called Self Pleasure as no, it co- <laughs> I called it Pleasure as Self Care, and uh, we were talking about this. And one woman said, you know, one of the her biggest takeaways from that event and from the session and all of the stuff that we covered was that she realized how she had been shutting herself down sexually because of age, 
because of the age she's at, she doesn't, she didn't believe she was holding an internal belief system that sexuality isn't available to her and it's not worth pursuing or it's not permitted. She's not allowed. And so she shut herself down, not knowing she was carrying these internal limiting beliefs around aging and sexuality. And so if you're listening, if that was you, <laughs> I told you you wanted to listen to this. And anyone who's listening who's like, yep, I probably need to hear this, then you are so welcome. And I hope this will inspire you to think differently about aging, think differently about sexually aging, and also thinking differently about what it means to be a woman and having a sexuality all throughout your life. So ageism in general is so limiting. It holds you back. It prevents so many people from doing what would bring them joy because they're thinking, nah, I'm too old. Mm, no, I probably shouldn't be doing that. That's inappropriate for my age, which is almost never true. Some examples, I'm too old to travel. I'm too old to start exercising. I'm too old to start this hobby. I'm too old to separate or get into a new relationship. I'm too old for a career shift. Now that might be a little bit tricky depending on age because you know if you have to invest a decade into studies and then get a job, yeah, it's tricky, but it's not impossible. I'm too old to dance in that way. I'm too old to enjoy myself etc, etc, etc. I invite you to ask yourself, where in your life do you hold yourself back? Because you're thinking, no, I'm too old. And ask yourself if that is really true. I would not want you to miss out on the joy and happiness in your life because of that little, simple, yet so damaging and limiting sentence and belief, I'm too old. I'm turning 40 in a few years and I'm actually really excited and looking forward to it. So just a little personal note and personal opinion about aging because I think it's relevant when I'm talking about aging, where I stand personally with this and where I'm at in my life journey. So uh, getting close to that midlife, like 40, <laughs> 40 year uh, mark, and I'm really excited about it. I am actually really looking forward to it. I'm already saying I'm 40 because I like it. I think it sounds powerful, amazing. It holds weight and respect. Why? Because it shows, well, not necessarily, but for most people, well, at least in my personal experience, to me, it shows that I have moved through a pretty big chunk of my life and I've gone through a lot of personal growth, personal evolution, maturation. Aging doesn't always correlate with maturation, but in my case, it does to a certain degree. I can be very childish and very bratty, yes. But I've also done a lot of personal growth, intentional personal growth. I spoke with a friend about this and she was like, ugh, no, oh my God, we're almost 40. Like, we're almost dying. Mind you, she said the same when we were 22. We've known each other for a long time. But I've never thought about age that way. Not at 22, not at almost 40. I've never been really attached to age personally. Maybe it's because I've always felt like there's so much um, potential in time spent 
following my desires. So aging just allows me to become more me as time passes, not the opposite, that time is taken away from me or I'm losing somehow. Now, I don't do all of the things I want to do. And sure, I feel super limited sometimes by having a family and a kid. And, you know, ideally, maybe I would have want to do other things, but yeah, I have responsibilities and time flies, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden it's Monday, then it's the weekend, then it's Monday, then it's the weekend. Now it's almost June. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to the last six months? And um, I haven't started running the 5Ks. I said I was going to, it's not like I do all of the things I say <laughs> that I'm going to do. I can be really lazy. I procrastinate a lot. But in terms of the bigger picture, like a meta perspective, I feel good about time passing and, and aging. And, you know, when it comes to sexuality, if I was still a 20-year-old, I would still be pre-orgasmic. <laughs> I'm 40 and I'm multi-orgasmic. So I'm like, thank you, time. Thank you, aging and growing and learning and investing my time and energy and life into things that matter. So I don't mind aging. And I would hope for you to feel the same way and to think about time and aging differently. Now, when it comes to age and sexuality or aging as, and sexuality as women, the message is very doom and gloom. Well, in general, aging is doom and gloom, but we're here to just flip that and create a new narrative. But specifically when it comes to sexuality, it's very doom and gloom. There are so many limiting beliefs about sexuality and aging. When did you last in mainstream culture or pop culture or in movies see images of older people, mature people having sex or being sexy, vivid, vital, expressive, erotic? And I'm not talking 40-year-olds. I'm talking like 50, 60 plus. Because they are still having sex, <laughs> if you didn't know. Or at least, ideally, they're still having sex because they can still be having sex. So the images that we see in mainstream culture, in commercials, basically everywhere, magazines, fashion, we rarely, or I would almost say never, see images of older people having sex or being erotic. And if we don't see it, we don't think it's normal. We all know by now that representation matters. Now we're definitely starting to see in commercials and ads for like underwear and specifically um, products that are for women. We're starting to see more diversity in body size, age, and things like that. But when it comes to sexuality, there are no true or realistic yeah, representations of sexuality in, in older people or mature people. There's also this limiting belief about sexuality and aging when it comes to motherhood, which is a whole other topic. I just sighed. <laughs> like, oh, it's a whole big topic. But right, a lot of women, when they become mothers, they unconsciously bury their sexual identity and their erotic identity. So the death of your sexuality may not be linked to aging, but it may be more linked to your motherhood identity, in fact. But as you age, it doesn't get easier. And then when the kids are big and out the house, you've drifted apart from your partner or from your own sexual self so far that it feels impossible to revive it. Maybe you get a divorce and feel like, you know, life starts again when you're single or it doesn't. But anyways, you've wasted a lot of time not enjoying your body and feeling sexual during that time. So either way, it sucks. 
And when it comes to motherhood, can you imagine your mother or even your parents having sex? If you're disgusted by older people being sexual, then you're setting yourself up for the same experience as you age because that's a subconscious limiting belief that is connected with or activates an emotional response like disgust or ugh, ugh, awkward, right? And then when you get into that age, you're still carrying that belief so you feel awkward while doing it and so you stop. But I'm here to tell you that pleasure is ageless. Presence is ageless. And you will age. You cannot escape that. You cannot, you cannot escape your mortality or your aging. You can do all there is to do about it. All the injections, all the facelifts, all the procedures and invasive, non-invasive things to erase signs of your aging. But you cannot escape it. So you want to wrap your head around looking imperfect slash old and having a thriving sexuality, feeling sexy, taking care of your erotic, erotic self, etc. But let's just rewind to pleasure is ageless and presence is ageless. So if you've ever engaged in any meditation practice where you've connected with that inner self, that inner experience of beingness that is beyond ego, that is beyond thought, that is just a pure beingness experience, you know that that feeling of who you are is ageless. It's so pure. It does not age. That internal experience, the true sense of self in a way, that is completely disconnected from your external reality, it's ageless. It just is. It feels the same when you're 5, 50, 95. Presence. It's presence. It's, it's that beingness. It's the same with pleasure. Pleasure as an experience, as an energy, as a state of beingness in goodness is ageless. And that's available to you throughout your whole life. So having said that, let's challenge that narrative today that you cannot age and sexually thrive. And let's create a new, more positive outlook and alternative to all that bullshit messages that society gives us about aging. Because honestly, who cares about growing older when you know that your sexual prime is in your 60s or could be in your 60s or 50 plus? And now you're probably thinking, uh, what? What did you just say? My sexuality peaks in my 60s? Yeah, that's right. Let me explain. But first of all, in my opinion, being young is overrated. Like, hugely overrated. Like I said, if I was still in my 20s, I would still be pre-orgasmic and pretty fucking disconnected and dissatisfied sexually. I'm glad. I'm not in my 20s anymore. <laughs> and who wants to be an immature child or an ignorant 20-something-year-old for the rest of their lives? Like, we've connected so much value and amazingness to being young because we're so hung up and fascinated with ageless beauty. Or not ageless, well, the, the kind of beauty that does not show signs of age. Youthful beauty. And we've idolized youth to the point that we try to do all in our power to erase all signs of aging. It fucking baffles me, you know? And I get that people want to feel good and look good, but it still, it still baffles me. 
And I still, I truly believe it's a capitalistic mindfuck. Because it's easy to capitalize on it. Imagine, it's the perfect product to sell to people because inevitably everyone's going to age. So you're like, hey, we're never going to run out of customers. <laughs> it's perfect. Now, I'm not shaming you if you're using Botox or doing things to you know, align your outside with how you feel on the inside. I'm just saying we can also feel imperfect or be imperfect and feel wildly sexual, wildly erotic, wildly deeply connected to our sexual core and inner self. Now, youthfulness is great. Youthfulness is definitely something to cultivate. And with youthfulness, I mean qualities such as playfulness, creativity, exuberance, joyfulness, laughter, childlike curiosity, joy, pleasure. But being young, I don't know, is that really something to strive towards or looking young? Wouldn't it be better if we spent all that time and energy into praising mature people, praising aging, celebrating the fact that we age and we grow and we mature? I don't know. Anyways, but I don't mind aging and I don't mind having wrinkles. I don't mind having saggy boobs. I don't mind my body showing signs of aging because I know that I can still feel really good inside. And I've actually done a lot of work around deconditioning my beliefs and my standards of beauty to find signs of aging on women truly beautiful and even sexy. And it has helped me tremendously to consume social media material that showcases real mature women without filters and fillers and all that stuff to see real expression. I went to the theater uh, last week and uh, it was amazing I was sitting pretty close to the stage amazing seeing all their expressions wrinkles the way that they were able to move their faces you don't see that in movies these days it was amazing it made me so happy and it was wonderful for me to feel represented in that way I love it I find it so sexy so if you want to enjoy feeling this way too I suggest I will suggest some Instagram accounts at the at the end of this episode where you can go and find amazing people who do this kind of work and share this with the world but let's talk a little bit more about aging and maturity and specifically sexual maturity and why I say you can age and sexually thrive and let me explain why it is so that you can peak sexually in your 60s well first of all it takes time to get to know your body and chances are no one really taught you when you were in your like young formative teen years about your body about female pleasure about what it means to be a sovereign sexual woman about understanding your um, genitals and your pleasure and all of the orgasms and how to have sex and how to communicate and all of those things that impact your sexual satisfaction your se sexual self-knowledge Chances are no one really told you that, initiated into um, embarking on that deep journey that it is to become a sexual person. So you've probably been like fumbling in the dark for many years, maybe decades. And so it takes time to get to know your body. Most women or many women that I uh, work with that don't really have deep sexual uh, blockages or traumas and things like that, they just haven't had enough time and the right tools and knowledge to explore and connect with and experiment with their body so to really unleash and unlock their orgasmic capacity. 
And once you start on that journey, it can take five, 10 years to really get to know yourself because, hey, life's busy and there are other things taking time and, and it's okay. So it takes time to get to know your body. It takes time to reclaim your pleasure, to own your desires and to mature into giving zero fucks about what other people think and live your life from that liberated place. It takes time to decondition and unlearn all of the things that you did learn that caused you to feel like your sexuality doesn't belong to you, like it sucks to age, that at 22 it feels like, ugh, I'm getting old, and it's the same at 32, 42, 52, 62, like we're never free of that burden of like, oh my god, I'm aging. And so personally, I look back 10 years ago, I was just getting started on my sexual like reclamation, healing and expansion journey. And I was pretty clueless about so many things, sexuality wise specifically, but also in general. So imagine, well, I imagine that I'll feel the same about my current self 10 years from now and look back and look at, wow, what an evolution. Wow, I've come far. Wow, I've got so much further to go. That's exciting. So it's important to believe that as you grow older, things do get better because they do if you want them to, if you take action. But if you don't believe that it's possible, you're not going to take action and you're going to every day subconsciously manifest and solidify an identity that does not include growth and change, that does not include behavioral change, that does not feel hopeful, optimistic. It's also important to know that as a woman ages and goes through menopause, her sexuality shifts from being fertility focused to being purely pleasure and creativity focused. So all that energy that would have gone into making babies and motherhood, which is a lot of fucking energy, can now be invested in her own pleasure, expansion and power. The Taoists call this the second spring. Maidenhood is the first spring when you bloom into sexual uh, activity and growth and fertility and all of that. And the second spring is when you bloom once again, but for yourself and in extension for your society. Because if you bloom and you can cultivate and harness all of that energy into your strength and authenticity and pleasure and power, then you can give so much back to your community and you can have the best sex of your life. And I know women in their 60s and 70s who are having the fucking time of their lives and the best sex ever. So I'm not just saying this, speaking about some imaginary woman, someone somewhere out there. I actually have clients and course participants and fellow sex coach colleagues that report this that hold the evidence that this is true. So let me repeat that. I know women in their 60s and 70s who are having the best sex ever, ever, with people their own age, with people younger than themselves, with people older than themselves. Age is not the important factor. It's how you show up. It's how connected you are. It's how you cultivate and take care of your sexuality. It's how you say yes to pleasure and invite it into your life and express it and get creative and enjoy it and then prioritize it. Basically the same at any age, but you can do it at that age and feel fucking marvelous. 
So next time it's your birthday and you start worrying about getting older or new wrinkles or your boobs, you know, falling down even lower towards the ground or more signs of aging all over your body, I invite you to get really fucking excited because you're one year closer to the best sex of your life. I'm also inviting you to stop yourself for a moment and tune in and meditate and feel into the agelessness of your being. It does not matter if your body ages or shows signs of aging. It does not matter. It only matters if you decide it matters. If you give power to those thoughts that say, this is horrible. This means that I'm ugly. No, you can choose different thoughts. So here are some practical things you can do in your life to feel positive about aging and taking care of your sexuality. First of all, find some role models. Maybe I can be a role model in how I speak about this and the ideas that I present to you. But I also recommend you to find some models, uh, role models that model aging in a powerful way. You can start with uh, some Instagram accounts. There's and.bloom. So and, a dot symbol, bloom. It's the account of a photographer who take images of um, women in more mature ages. And it's absolutely wonderful and so inspiring. I also recommend you to check out Skiura Glam. So I'll put this, I'll put these in the show notes. So because otherwise it will be so hard for you to find it. So you can also check out um, Skiura Glam showing rich, glamorous Milanese grandmas. <laughs> They're so cool. So fucking cool. Which shows you that being cool does not have to do with age. Because <laughs> there are some fucking amazing um, grandmas over there on that account. Uh, two of my favorite silver foxes, uh, Licia and Lady Silver. They're both 80 plus and they're killing it. Not sexually, maybe. I don't know. Their accounts aren't about sexuality specifically. But just in general. Uh, when it comes to ageism, not having a fun, happy, enjoy, joyous, like joyful life, um, they will inspire you to think differently around that. When it comes to being a sensual and sexy and erotic mature woman, two of my faves, Mama Gina and uh, Sheila Kelly's. So check those out and uh, see what you think. Maybe it inspires you. Some other practical things you can do to feel positive about aging and taking care of yourself sexually and sexually thrive as you age. So write your own narrative around this. Question your thoughts, question the narrative that you have and write your own. You can also see your sexual identity as separate from your motherhood self, your regular self, etc. And actually see that sexuality is a place that you go to. Sexuality and eroticism invite you to let a part of you come through and come out and be expressed. It's a role, it's an authentic role that you get to play in your life. But you have to open the gate, you have to open the door and allow it and permit it to come through. Take care of your sexual identity. So really... This is related to, to what I just said. You're like, you have your motherhood identity, you have your work identity, you have your identity or sort of feeling who, of who you are around friends or family. Who is your sexual identity? Who are you as a sexual woman? Think about it. 
And you're allowed to create it. You can create it. Self-pleasure. Take care of your sexuality. Connect with your sexuality. Connect with that inner state of beingness and pleasure that I say is ageless. And tune into it. Tap into it. And use pleasure as a kind of fuel to help you stay youthful, vital, energized, radiant. All of those things you can feel at any age and you can exude and transmit that type of energy. And that energy is attractive as fuck. It has nothing to do with how you look or wrinkles or whatever. It's a type of energy and that energy is so attractive. So if you want to feel and be attractive, it can start on the inside, bathing yourself in pleasure. That's a pretty good way to start. And it's cheap and available to you at all times. I also recommend doing some pussy fitness. So JDEG practices are excellent for this. As we age, inevitably, we get weaker if we don't take care of our bodies, if we don't take care of our muscles. And the vaginal canal and the pelvic floor are muscles. There are muscles inside your sexual anatomy. Your vaginal canal isn't just an empty hole. It's a set of muscles and, of course, lots of tissue and lots of you know beautiful things inside of there. But behind those vaginal walls, there are muscles. And you need to exercise those muscles in order to feel toned and healthy and fit. And so what happens is a lot of women who have given birth, especially vaginally, don't know about this and or don't have the tools to rehabilitate and tone their vaginal canal and pelvic floor muscles after vaginal childbirth. And so the weakening process begins or is accelerated after childbirth because there's that absence of rehab and absence of physical therapy, basically, uh, in the vaginal canal. It's so important. And if we have a weak vagina, we feel weak, our sexuality kind of weakens, pleasure decreases, and um, we can experience issues like prolapse and uh, urine incontinence, things like that, which are often related to aging. And you can reverse those aging signs by taking care of your sexual uh, health, specifically your pussy fitness. You want a relaxed yet toned vaginal canal and you can accomplish that through regular jade egg practices or similar, I know there are some like fancy vibrating tools that you put inside like kegels and kegel balls and things like that. But the jade egg practice is a really powerful one that I work with that I'm really familiar with and then that I'm also certified in teaching. So if you're listening to this and you want more of that, definitely reach out and we can um, set you up with some jade egg coaching and amazing practices for your vaginal health and fitness. So I hope this inspired you to feel more expansive towards getting older, towards aging and sexually thriving, and that you now know that you don't necessarily need to age and sexually wither and die or like wash away and become this asexual older woman, but you can in fact age and sexually thrive. It takes a little bit of work, but hey, anything that matters takes work. It takes intentionality. It takes shifting your mentality and mindset. It takes practical sexual maintenance and like self-pleasure work. It takes surrounding yourself with people that celebrate and support you in feeling this way. And yeah, 
It's never too late. Until you're dead, then it's too late for this lifetime. Thank you for today. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something new today or that I reminded you of something you already knew or do and that you feel inspired and encouraged to prioritize sex, pleasure, and orgasms in your busy life. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and give it a rating or review so this important message can reach more people on this planet. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time. Bye.